You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's going on? You are listening to and watching today talk about gay sex. I am your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City. I am blessed with my two co-hosts, Steve Carpenter. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. I've got Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey. How's it going? Good, good, good. <laughs> and our special guest today, Daniel Nardiccio. Oh, you got my name right. I did. Nardiccio, right? I'm Italian. impressed. I'm impressed, You're yeah. Italian, right? There's, uh, yeah, two C's. Mm-hmm. But it, it actually has one C, but it sounds like two C's. I love it. I love yeah. it. Thanks for joining us today. I'm I know you excited. Have, you have a big party tonight. Um, yes. Triple X. Triple X at the cock. Yes. Yeah. For, for people that don't know, um, you're a producer. You produce, and why I wanted you on the show is because I've been such a fan of your emails, um, D World. Oh, a fan you, of my emails, even. Well, I'm a fan, <laughs> fan of your emails. You write really great. Dear emails. Daniel. Oh, yeah, um, but you produce um, some of the great sexy nightlife that is um, continuing. Thanks. That is not fluffy, but I think, you know, got a sexual side to it. You yeah. do an underwear party on Cherry Grove. You do a big dick contest at places like The Cock. Yes, and Magnum, yeah, and exactly. Magnum, yes. And Mr. Nude York. Yes, which is yeah. what? Tell... Well, I started it about, let me take this out here. I started it about six, seven years ago, and the idea was that we would do like a Mr. Nude, an all-nude beauty pageant, all-lude, all-nude, all-dude beauty pageant. And uh, it just took off. Like, guys like being naked, obviously, gay guys, and mm-hmm. they like winning money, right? And of so we just do that. And it kind of took off, and now every year it grows. This year, we, unfortunately, we did it at the cock again, but then the downstairs was just so crowded, it was crazy. So I think next year I'd move to a bigger venue. You need a bigger outgrowing yeah. area. We just did it in New Orleans, yeah. Mr. Nude Orleans. I'm, back, I'm actually, any place that has new in the title, Nude Brunswick. Yeah. Uh, nude Rochelle. We might be coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally joking. We're not going to do Mr. Nude Rochelle. Um, Mr. Nude England and go all over. They'd hate me. Um, Definitely. But I just thought it was a fun idea. You know, I mean, it's like I, I sort of put a spin on the whole Mr. I mean, the whole, like, basically a beauty pageants. I love it. And it really is like a beauty pageant, you know, mm-hmm. for nude people. I mean, one of the things that I was curious about is that... Um, you know, New York has changed dramatically throughout the 70s, 80s, 90s, and all that. And are there certain, you know, laws and that you have to kind of adhere to, or like? That's way better. Way better than it was. Okay, people. That's the thing is that people keep going. Oh, New York is so much worse than it used to be. When Giuliani was mayor, mm-hmm. it was the worst it yes. has ever yes, been. It, was. Right. it is never it was going horrible. to be that bad again. I honestly, unless we get like Hitler, which might be Trump, but I doubt it. Yeah, right. Like, right. you know, I mean, and it's never been that bad. You could not move and move in a rhythmic fashion in a bar in New York City, right. like in the East Village, a gay bar. You could not sway without someone coming over and tapping you on the shoulder and saying, "You can't do that." You can't and dance. You don't have a cabaret license. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And and forget nudity. I mean, right. forget any of that. I mean, I got away with it because I just had this motto that was like, "I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission." And I said, mm-hmm. "I'll go to jail if I have to." I like that. And I never had to go to jail. I, I just like did that. it and got away with it. It was kind of what, at the time, what gave me my edge was that I was able to get away with it because I had no fear. Now, you can get away with it because de Blasio doesn't care and Bloomberg didn't care. So bigger everyone is doing it. Yeah. But they're just sloppy. Like, a lot of the promoters that do it now are just, like, sort of, like, tried a million things and they haven't really... You know, that it doesn't hone in on stuff. what works. They, yeah. don't, they don't have their own voice, so they're but just they're like, let's gr- do sex. One doing set gratuitous nudity. Well, yeah, they're not sexy. Yeah. I mean... They're not sexy people. They're not throwing the sexy parties because they like. You know, they're just like looking for money or fame or like right. they want to be popular. One actually said to me, he "Goes, oh my God, 
sex is hot right now. Like, everyone's doing it. And I was like, <laughs> sex um, actually, sex has always been kind of hot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not I'm, a trend. I mean, exactly. And, yeah, but he it's like, you get away with it. So all of a sudden, he thought it was popular. But the reality mm-hmm. is, is that, well, I mean, you could do it. Guy's, you just had to be fearless. True. And maybe to that guy's point is that there's, like, ebbs and flows of it, right? I mean, there's been pockets of time where, like you said, Giuliani, where it was, like, on a downward. And then maybe publicly, people like you, publicly. publicly. Okay, yes. Yeah. Right. But I mean, from... People like, are always having sex. Are you saying that basically, like, DeBazio doesn't, he's, you know, he doesn't care about care stuff less. like this? And, and Bloomberg couldn't care less. But the thing is, yeah, it took those promoters, because they were so afraid, it took them those years of Bloomberg to figure it out. Like, I was still kind of going forward and doing them and not getting into any trouble. No one cared. And clubs would go, I don't know, we're afraid. And then suddenly they'd be like, let's do it. Yeah. And I would do it. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, all right, we're great. And then other promoters kind of caught on, like, he's not getting into trouble. Right, right, um, right. But when I started, everyone was like, he's going to get you shut down. And it didn't happen. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm sorry, you were I, saying. Yeah, what were you saying, saying Carpenter? No, 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 just, you know, well, I mean, I, I did a lot of uh, uh, work with, with gay theater companies. And, and we did the same thing in the late 80s, early 90s. We had a lot of... You know, nudity in the shows, right. uh, but you know where you're not really supposed to have that. But this was artistic, so oh, yeah. it got was it, during Giuliani. It was Giuliani. Hard. It was the worst, and I honestly am terrified. Well, I'm terrified. I couldn't. I'm terrified of anything. But I'm, I'm a little concerned that he is going to get any position of power because he is really one of the worst things to happen to New York in many ways right. and I'm afraid he would do that to the country he, but like he, we he may, he may replace uh, yeah call uh, me. Yeah. yeah which would FBI. really concern me because he's he's really honestly and that's why I loved when he ran for president and everyone was like all, I mean <laughs> New York City firefighters and police officers were like no we're not endorsing him which is humiliating for him because he was America's mayor oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but I remember I used to have to do parties where we had no go dancers they weren't allowed to dance but they would be like naked reading like Proust, or like laying out a blanket and having like a um, um, you know a, a picnic, naked, <laughs> like eating a sausage. Right. You know, like at, at, I did this party Oktoberfest, and Austin Scarlett, who was on um, Project Runway, would come and just eat like a sausage suggestively because he couldn't dance. I love it, and it was like I'm like a bonsai. If you put me in a really <laughs> contained environment, I'll figure out a way to like yeah. look cute, but. It's nice to not have to worry about it. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, well, even even with uh, um, with Bloomberg, I mean, they used to do a lot of uh, bar raids. Mm-hmm. You know, not not in the raid that like they used to do, where they right. you know haul people away. But you know, I can remember being at the Eagle, you know, a, a couple of times. Um, I was there one night, and like thirty police officers came in, and this was this was under Bloomberg. Talk about an outsized reaction. Yeah, right. This was under Bloomberg. This was not. Yeah, under, you're right. Towards under, the beginning of Bloomberg. Towards the end, he didn't care. Towards he was just the ready. end, he could have cared less. You know. But this was during Bloomberg, and they came in and they were, you know, looking at uh, looking at the uh, the liquor bottles to see if there were fruit flies in them because that's a health violation. But you know, the, why is why are the police department you know why is the police department doing health you know health Instead of saving lives, and and there were like thirty people there. They wouldn't let anybody in, let anybody out. You know, it was it was horrible. It was um, it was really bad. I remember I was doing a party at Splash, and they came in, and I guess there's some sort of archaic law that like, if you have high boys, the tall tables, yeah, you have to have menus on them. But you know, like you have to have menus, like cocktail menus, just like serve some sort of food. Well, no, 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 cocktail menus. You have to have on every table if you have those tall tables. I don't know, some archaic law. And they came for splash on like um, a big holiday weekend. Oh yeah, and shut them down because they were like, well, you're not following all these rules. But when it was, yeah, it was very fucked. Like they were, they were really coming for gay people. It was. It's just like we're gonna fuck with your life. And And I wish nothing good on Giuliani, which is frankly the best thing because he's gotten nothing good since he left. You know, he might have money, right. but his kids don't talk to him. Oh. He failed miserably as a pre, and now he's like basically sucking off like fucking Trump to try yeah. to, you know, like get Trump a job. Well, yeah. Yeah. Even well, let's he, not get into that. Yeah, let's not get into that. I'm curious. Sorry, no <laughs> politics. Oh no, yeah, right. No. I know you guys voted sex, for Trump. Sex, I'm sorry. Sex. Yes, we did, and, and we're paying the price. Yeah, right. No, no, no. You know, no. But no. I'm curious. In New Orleans, I mean, I, I'm assuming anything goes, right? I mean, well, it's the South. Yeah. It's the Deep South. Have you but been to New Orleans? I have. Yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. Deep South. So anything goes, kind of. Kind like, of. Like Just, as long as you're not bothering anybody and no one complains about of, it. 
you know? conservative. It's not yeah. what you'd think. It's what like, party do you do there, though? I did Mr. Nude Orleans was the only real party I've done there, but I've done shows like a bunch of shows with Alan Cumming and John Waters. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. The people um, that I work with, like, I mean, you know. It's your dichotomy, right? You're well, either doing a. Well, that's my high low. You know what I mean? I love it. You know, when, they, you know, when I sort of decided years ago that uh, I saw the writing on the wall with Nightlife. I, I'm not going to argue about, like, did Grinder kill Nightlife? I don't think Grinder killed Night, Nightlife. I think Nightlife is so fucking boring. Yeah. I'm sorry, can I exactly. swear? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say anything Night you want. Nightlife is fuck, so fuck. fucking boring. <laughs> and clubs offer so fucking little yeah. that, like, people just don't really care. Like, yeah. well, they don't need to see a drag queen badly lip sync to a number. So, Thank you. So, I think that that's really that, the no, issue. No, if you no. offered people the most we exciting, eclectic, interesting nightlife, they will show up. And I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, by saying that, I'm challenging myself. Yes. Because I'm about to open a club with Alan Cumming, which is opening That's in so September. Um, and I have to put my money where my mouth is, which means I actually have to think outside the box mm-hmm. and be interesting and create interesting nightlife. Right. We bought this club in East Village, and we're renovating it, and we're starting to like this process. And, like, I could fail. But my point is is that I don't think it's a Did we just get an exclusive? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> a new club with Ellen coming and Daniel Mexicio. In the East Village. Yeah. In the East Village. Thank yes. you for that. No, and one of the reasons I wanted you on the show was because you really are pushing those boundaries and you are mm-hmm. continuing this. You know, I mean, for those that want to see drag queens and, you know, hey, great. Um, but for those of us that like a little bit of sexiness when we go out and you keep pushing that boundary, and I think that's really awesome. But it, it's also New York. And it's you New know, York. people come to visit New York and, and to get interesting, yeah. be, experience things they, that are they want they want to experience something fresh and new. Yeah. Then yeah. who can? And, and if you if you go to a bar and you see, you know, like as you mentioned, drag queens badly lip syncing, you can see that in Oklahoma. Yeah, you know, yes. like why do you come to New York? I mean, obviously you just, a there's a little more than that, but the hair's a little bigger, but you know, <laughs> and literally, literally still to this day, people say like about New York, they'll say it's dying, and I'm like, still to this day, the best of the best come out of New York. You know, years ago in 2008, was it? Yeah, Lady Gaga was just starting out, and I remember I did a birthday party on Fire Island, and I knew her, and she came and performed, and her song was a huge hit, and I remember saying to someone, she didn't come out of Cleveland. She came out of New Orleans mm-hmm. or San right. Francisco right. or it Los was Angeles. New York. Yeah. Like she came out of New York, and that's what happens. New York is still, and I'm not saying LA is not great because LA is great. I wouldn't want to live there. New it's York is still thing. the music capital. Music, you know, like still. so many things art, fashion. art world, fashion, mm-hmm. you know. But, it's but definitely some of these people, lame. I think we're keeping ourselves in check a little bit because, you know, sometimes maybe it's good that we're, you know, Creating new things like you're trying doing. to Not up even, the ante. Yeah, yeah, because we have to. If we're going to call ourselves, you know, this amazing metropolis, mm-hmm. like we got to keep ourselves in check. And you're definitely doing that. Yeah. What about your parties in Fire Island? Because they've been going on like at Cherry Grove, at the Ice Palace. You do the underwear. It's been like 15, 15 years. Fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. It's been really great. Were they We're really receptive and welcoming <laughs> to? They it? taught me. They taught me everything I know. Cherry Grove and the Pines. Sorry. Um, they taught me everything I know, the Cherry Grove and the Pines. When I started doing an underwear party, I started doing one at the, um, the Slide, which is over in the East Village. Yeah. And I didn't invent underwear parties, but no one had done yeah. them for years because yeah. of AIDS, frankly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, when I started, I don't know, I don't even know now, 16, 15 years ago. Yeah, don't date yourself. The, 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 <laughs> the hardest part of what I, when I started was that it was really kind of post-AIDS, mm-hmm. but people were still, so people hated me. For doing anything pro-sex because they were like, yeah. you're promoting, I was getting called AIDS peddler. I'd wow. walk into a bar and someone would yell, he's a fucking AIDS peddler. Yeah, we talked you about know. that. The leather community got a lot of that too. Is yeah. like, yeah. you know, causing yeah. practically in San yeah. Francisco. and yeah, but Throwing sex parties or sex positive. Yep. Yep. And I mean, just like that you're not going to shame people. Yeah. You know. Um, or shun it. Yeah. And I also right. had this theory that like, you know, I had parties where, um, you know, people had obviously sex at the parties or sex in the bathroom or whatever. And we provided condoms and someone once said to me how do you feel about the fact that you're putting people in this environment where they could have unprotected sex and and i was like why is that they your responsibility sex at home they could have it on the sidewalk yeah. in yeah. new york like, city I'm, yeah. not going, I'm never going to go to bed and feel guilty because you got hiv because you slept at someone at my party and didn't use a condom yeah. which was readily available if it wasn't it was always readily available because i always mm-hmm. made it but um so I started doing parties in Cherry Grove. I started at the slide, and we're doing Sammy Joe, who's like my, one of my closest friends and a DJ. Um, he and I started the end of our party at the slide. It became a huge hit. We started in Cherry Grove. And literally, 
I had people in Cherry Grove, which at the time was a sleepy hamlet of curmudgeonly old men and lesbians, <laughs> and which are, at some point they become the exact same thing. Which yeah. really uh, they all yeah. look the same. Yeah. And they started like yelling at me like on the streets because it was called Boy Scout Camp. And so the lesbians thought I was anti women because it was Boy Scout and the older men thought boy meant that they want to welcome it. I mean, you're not going to please everybody. I love everyone. I like actually really love when I look in the room and there's some lesbian hanging out with like, I I love it. When you come to Cherry Grove, you come to the underwear party, there's like a thousand people and there's some beaver titted lesbian who's (laughs) topless dancing next to some gay guy and there's an Asian tranny snorting poppers on the dance floor. We're just like... I'm sorry, I still say training. And um, they're all like doing it on the dance floor, and you just look and go, this is what like gay life is. Extension of this. And the night after, we go to a Liza Minnelli concert. That's what I sort of see the beauty of being gay is like you can do it. Like Alan Cumming came. It's inclusive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it reminds me of like the Continental Baths back in the day where Ben Midler was performing at a bathhouse, Barry Manilow. And And that was was shame of sex. Yes, exactly. Now if a woman did that, it'd be, Amber Martin's the closest thing we have to Bette Midler and and Bridget Everett, who I love. What's her name? Amber Martin. Amber Martin. Amber Martin, you have to look her up. She's amazing. She performs a lot in New York City and she's like, the pipes of Janis Joplin. Wow. Ooh, Bridget Everett obviously is, is 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 huge now, and Bridget's also kind of a Bette Midler type. But they're the kinds that like perform in gay bars. And, yeah, you know, I did a, mm-hmm. a party, a sex party once, and Bridget Everett came in the middle of it, and she just started singing the climb <laughs> from Miley Cyrus, which really is so hilarious when people are having sex, and I it's like so dramatic. Oh my god! Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Very bizarre. Yeah. Wow. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I started doing the underwear party in Cherry Grove, and I had a lot of people. But what what people taught me was, uh, which I still adhere to today, which is people not liking you and going out and saying that they don't like what you do isn't a bad thing. You know what I mean? I don't love that saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity, because if you look at Ty, Tylenol or Tara Reid, you realize that mm-hmm. there is such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, Tara Reid. Right, you know, Tara Reid has yeah. never worked again. Or, or, or um, the other one, the one, the redhead from Mean Girls. Uh, Lindsay. Um, Lindsay. Lindsay. I look at you because I'm like, he, he knows. <laughs> um, and, um, and Lindsay, but like, uh, I just think that, you know, that, people are going to get upset when you do anything that's interesting and so i just continue to try to do interesting things yeah, and if, I'm not if, about if it. you're if you're on the knife edge of things then yes the people are going to be upset so that's when you know you're doing a good job because i like to think that yeah it's a pat on the back i'm no. not interested in being provocative for being provocative sake because i actually don't like controversy in my life right and I, fr- I don't like it when people and drama like and problems yeah Facebook, mm-hmm. you know but i also recognize that Years ago, I, re- I learned this l- hard, warm lesson that if you put yourself out there, you are open. Yeah, and we are currently in a culture where exactly. people are really sensitive and, and everything. And you know, there's a, a reality show, a gay reality show on Logo right now called Fire Island. Yeah. And they shot at your um, yeah, totally. Ice Palace, right? Yeah, for Underwear Night. Under party. And they, uh, there was a lot of backlash at first where like, oh, are they representing, you know, the gays in a bad light? But I've actually watched um, the first three episodes, and I actually think it's fine. I mean, it, it, it's a good depiction of us. And I mean, I will say that it, people are just, like, easy to, with social media and everything, yes. are so much more inclined oh. nowadays to just tear people apart. Right. But it's something right. that back in the day you didn't, you couldn't, you didn't well, have that. No, like people no, wouldn't hear you, you or see. Yeah, and you wouldn't people. say those things that people are saying now over social media. If you about had to say that things, show and about our representation and all of that. If you had to express your opinions to their face, you would not say. It. You'd say yeah. nothing. You know, right. you know most and, and that's really what it nothing. was. Now that with the social media, you can almost anonymously, yeah, semi-anonymously. You know, rip somebody to shreds for for no apparent reason. So it's, you know. I mean, my best friend is uh, one of the actors on Looking, the TV show Looking. Oh, my God. It was a good show. You're not, like, depressed when that... Um, when off the air, yeah. I was like, well, who was your best friend? Dom, the guy with the mustache. Uh, no, I was opening the yes, piece. and he worked at um, allegedly on the episode. He worked at uh, my favorite restaurant. Oh, in, oh, 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 um, oh! 
I used to try to work there. It's a. It's yeah. Oh my god. Was oh that my the, god. Was that the one that Zuni. 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 I tried to get a job at Zuni. That was when That's I was my favorite 19. That was my go-to job. That if I got that job, I could rest for the rest yes. of my life. You guys, when you when you come, <laughs> we're taking you to Zuni. But okay. Anyways, but yeah, looking your friend. <laughs> and the movie hadn't even come out yet, and he was getting like on, he stopped on Facebook. He he'd like. He's not. He's a, such a like warm, sweet guy. Like, mm-hmm. That he actually got off. We were talking about it today, as a matter of fact, because I told him I got some backlash to something I said on Facebook, and he said, and he got off Facebook because people were writing him before the show started, like hating on looking, and it's the same thing with yeah. Fire Island, mm-hmm. right, like the right. wildly imaginatively titled Fire Island show on Logo. Yeah, right. Made wildly that name. Like he couldn't have come up with something a little more creative, but and it's um, not actually Fire Island; it's the Pines. Yeah, exactly. That, that I did find interesting. Is I mean, well, isn't I, the Pines in Fire Island? Yes, but it's, yes, it's, it's Fire Island Pines. It's a part of many different. There's, there's ten different communities. Towns. Kelly yeah. Ripa and Mark Consuelos, because they're the producers. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know that. Kelly oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, 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 they wrote an email. Apparently, yeah, she spent some time there on Fire Island and said, you know, the obvious: why isn't there a reality show on this? And produced it. Well, they sent me an email asking me to do the show, and they said, you know, um, this ridiculous email that said, <clears throat> you know, Kelly Ripa quote from her saying, "Fire Island is a home to many types of people, including the LGBTQ or the you know, Fire Island clients, including the LGBTQ." <laughs> including. I said, "What's interesting about that?" I said to the guy, "Is not that it's including the LGBT community, but actually, gay men." run the Pines yes. and gay men and lesbians run the Grove yeah. and I have mean, for years and, and, it, and it works it's yeah. like there's no crime mm-hmm. you know what I mean there's no rape there's been like a couple rapes and, and there were straight people that got out of control like a straight guy that raped a, a, of a lesbian on the beach um, it's like it's always straight people the problem yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and right. like we, we run if you were to take the microcosm of Fire Island except for the insane bitchiness like, and you were to move <laughs> yes. into the world, Thank you, you could just Which run is, the world. Yeah. Like, none of this bullshit would happen. Straight people should just be like, they're not capable of running things. You know, right. straight men fuck everything up, and and like women. It's just like I love being out there because it's a whole. Everything's, straight is the minority out there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the straight is definitely the minority, and they have to it. act accordingly. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Yeah, so how's your, your party's going strong? I love that at your party you do um, this sort of um, dark room back area. Or it is a dark room, sort of, I basically. I don't know anything about yeah. that. <laughs> no, it's really cool. I actually, I really like it. Um, how did the, <laughs> he didn't set that up. That's just it, how it wound up. And people well, we're talking, wandered over there. We're Absolutely talking true. about a place. Um, it's just the darker spot of the party. It is. No, we it. set it up in a way, the Ice Palace, if you've ever been. It's very theater. I have never been, no. Okay, explain to Jeremy and it's, our audience. It's a massive, like a thousand person, like, venue, okay? A giant hall. Rectangle. Yes, yeah, hall. Like, just That's a, a big hall. Okay? I love that. Now, what happened was, is over the years, AIDS happened, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people stopped going, and Cherry Grove is a small community, 200 houses, so they could never fill it. So what happened is they would literally just pull a black curtain, and it would just be the Cut last half fourth or... of it. No, not even half, oh. the last quarter of it, yeah. basically. And when a drag show happened, they do like maybe the last half. But... What happened was that I said, I just don't like seeing this the way it is. So I started really working to make Friday nights bigger and bringing over Pines Boys. So I created a night. Friday nights, nothing ever happened in the Pines or the Grove. I said, no. I'll fill <laughs> that hole, which is sort of a specialty of mine. And um, We've heard. So to speak. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I separated it with spandex, but not like so close, way farther back. and put projections on it and then left this area that was probably about 20 feet at the back where the projector was and it would shine on the wall not thinking and I honestly meant this I didn't think it would become a dark room and then slowly people started kind of squeezing back there and mm. sneaking back there and then it became theatrical theatrical I mean I think they find any corner this. but yeah. yeah gay men will find, will find every the dark, dark and corner to fill yes. yeah yeah well I, I used to work in spandex not me personally but I used to work at this company called Pink Inc., which did corporate events, and they did, like, huge Spanish. Uh, that's funny. I worked in special events, too, and that was a whole big thing, too. Yeah. Spandex, Spandex, like, lighted tables and Spandex. Yeah, it was, like, so cool. cheap. Yeah, so easy to events. use. Yeah. But I love Spandex. I do, too. I do, too. And I like how you created it. It speaks to kind of your theatrical background. Well, you can project and, on it. So yeah, what happened right. was, is like, I can get sponsors, and instead of putting... Oh, 
the worst dealing with sponsors is banners. They send you these crumpled little banners and you're putting them up and they look awful. <laughs> so I said, we'll just do projections <laughs> yeah. on these like spandex walls all over the place. So you look around and there's like crisp, clear, sexy projections, yeah. with, you know, mm-hmm. occasionally with the spot, you know, a sponsor's logo. I and, like uh, it because it's like an extension of the meat rack. And for, we've talked about the meat rack carpenter on other episodes, but for those that don't know. The Judy um, Garland Memorial Woods. Yes. <laughs> really? Oh. I, I and the Enchanted Forest. It's got a lot of different names. I should totally why is Judy that? Garland Memorial <laughs> Woods? Well, you don't know who Judy Garland is. I works, do so. know her okay. because I, <laughs> Google, I love the Wizard of Oz. So if that's, you okay. Google Earth the meat rack, it actually says Judy Garland Memorial Park, I think it is. Okay. And what's really cool about it is it separates the cherry grove um, from the pines. And in there is, at night, it, I've told you before, there it are, feels like Blair Witch Project to me, but there's a lot of sexcapades that happen. There are, there are more people in the meat rack after 2 a.m. than there are at either, either the pine side or the grove Can you side. see? Or it's dark. Well, you it, get it with your phone, but that turns people off. It, yeah. it, um, it so depends. Just like it does in a dark room. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit like you walk through and there are a lot of people sitting around. I mean, not, not as much as there used to be. You know, it... it it's and like it's during the day, too, or just at night? It can be during the day, but it's so There are bright. some people during the day, but a lot of people will use that to transverse between the pines and the grove and oh, okay. what have you. So There's a water taxi that you can go, we've got to go, Jeremy, but yeah, there's a water Jeremy taxi that goes We need to do a show out there. And I have an inn out there. We'll do a show out there. Yeah, you could do, I have an inn. You could do, we could I do it at my inn. I love that. I have an inn? Yeah, Big Dick's Halfway Inn. I'm not joking. Yeah, what is that? It's called Big Dick's Halfway Inn. Our motto is, hold on, we go down on anything but price. <laughs> Where is that, Grove? That's amazing. Grove. I'll stay I'm there. actually going there tomorrow morning. I'll stay there. You've got a really funny sense of humor because if you get uh, Daniel's emails, um, they're filled with funny sex and upcoming events, but you will post like interesting, talk about your sense of humor that is in these um, email blasts. Because well, well, before that, how do we subscribe to it? That's easy. Just go to my... You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. D- uh, Daniel Nardi- or dworld.us or danielnardicio.com. And uh, it says right there, subscribe. And then you okay. can join it, which would be great. Um, we get... Uh, I have about 30,000 people that joined up. A lot of those people have aged out because I started, like I said, 15, 16 years <laughs> or ago. Or died off. Well, it, it, a lot of people, <laughs> like, you know, I throw a party every once in a while, which will be like a, a throwback to an older time, you know, whatever, like a, a whatever an anniversary party at the cock. And all of a sudden, all these guys will show up and I'll be like, oh my God. It's like a you know, I'm still oh my doing God. it. I thought you were no. dead. Yeah. You know, they got married. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm like going, oh God. Like, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's I I, I I don't take that much seriously, you know, and and that's sort of like mm-hmm. it's gotten me in trouble because people sort of think that I don't take things seriously. But hey, I make fun a of a lot of things, things right now. Yeah. I mean, for that person that said, you know, sex is coming back in and all this stuff, it's like we need humor right now. I feel in the current we, state, we always, and we, we always, always need humor. humor but yeah. we need humor and we need sex now. and we need friends. Yes, and, that's and been, I think it's very yes, refreshing. Friends. And mm-hmm. um, yes. yeah. But I also think, you know, and I'll just interrupt you this one yes. time, and I'll say this. Just this I, I realized this the other day. I know, right? I'm loquacious, as the kids say. <laughs> the kids don't that would, say be a, that would be a great drag name. Loquacious, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, loquacious and audacious. Yeah. I know, right? Loquacious. And yeah. we just interrupted you, so go ahead. Loquacious tits. I, the other day I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, I get into trouble sometimes because I say stuff that, like, people find really offensive, and I realized that, like... I do exactly I, the same thing. At this point, like, I sort of realized that, like, yes, I'm a promoter and producer or whatever, but I also really kind of think I branched over into, um, I don't want to say comedian, because I think, you know, comedians are, like, the, the dregs of humanity, but, like, um, joke, I'm kind of joking, I'm not, but, like, 
I kind of want to cross over. I cross over a little bit into what I'm doing is like I try to entertain people. Mm -hmm. you so do. the emails I send out, like when people say it, I'm like, look, I'm just joking. I'm kind, but I can't say I'm an entertainer like um, like John Stewart could because technically they look and they think you're not. But I, I kind of like am a little bit. So I've been in this weird gray area, which I'm going to figure out in the next few years, which I um, think I'll probably get more but, into. But the, if the more you try to figure it out, the more it's not going to work for thank you. you. I was just, just, thank you. Know? you. I was just going to say, it's, it's just that, keep doing your thing. Do. Just, yeah, just do your thing. Work, exactly. Just, yeah. because if you try to analyze it and figure out why it does what it does, then right. you're going to ruin it. Because like, you know, for instance, so, Chelsea Handler, who I love. You yeah. Know, yeah. We were just show. talking about her today. She's hilarious. I love her humor. Yeah. Her new show is really excellent. She can say all the shit, but when I do it, people go, you're supposed to be like uh, a voice in the community. The other day I said midget, okay, on on Facebook, and I didn't realize midget was a bad word to say. Like, it's a long, boring story, but suffice it to say, I worked with the midget, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, a little person cover band <laughs> of Kiss called Mini Kiss, okay? And I was going to ask them if they wanted to do a gig out on Fire Island. And, and the one guy was wonderful. like, as long as someone, you know, they don't grab our ass. I said, <laughs> if you look around, everyone in on Fire Island is hot. And you're a little person that's not that, you're like, this guy wasn't that hot. And like, you're... You don't need to worry. Yeah, yeah don't so, worry. Oh, we're we're not going, going, they're not coming to do. No, but I was like a little bit like... I was like that could be offensive. So I wrote this on but, Facebook. But you're going to find somebody who's going to be into it. Well, you're always you know, going to offend true. somebody. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but, the, but my point was just more that like... Don't also, get over it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's like... And as long I, as you can it's still a compliment. I put this thing on Facebook and someone went crazy that I used the word midget. I did not know you can't say midget anymore. So, but you can't say okay. tranny either. Unless you're talking about your sports car. Jeremy, you what can, can you say? You can say tranny. Oh, you can say yeah. tranny now. You can. Okay. Yeah, yes. Carmen Carrera's kind of like disappeared and all of a sudden the trannies are back saying tranny everywhere. And like two of my and best friends. I didn't know that it was like a, not politically correct or like I just, I didn't know that that slang wasn't accepted. But I, what you can't do is tell people at the door not that you can't wear hats. Going into their bar, yeah, because that's a whole other controversy of a thing yeah. brewing here. Oh, because the rebar. Well, yeah, it went the other night. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but they're in. Yeah, hopefully they will get that figured out. And but we were in. Well, it was. It, you know, <coughs> and, and this is going to be real controversial because I'm about to say out, this but. is that <laughs> when you own a bar, and I don't know because I literally just just arrived. this whole thing happened. Yeah, I just arrived. Yeah, nah. Like rebar slash what, what was it before? Uh, G lounge. G lounge. Mm -hmm. They had the, the issue where my ex used to work the door there, and they it became like a bar where black guys went. Okay, gay black guys. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but the problem was the owners necessarily that wasn't their vision. Okay, I'm not going to say whether there's a good vision or not. I'm not saying it's a bad vision mm -hmm. or a good vision. I'm just saying that wasn't their vision, vision. Okay, but it became that thing <laughs> because all of those queens got kicked out of. Christopher Street, okay, mm -hmm. ties and all the and, and the duplex, and all those mm -hmm. places. They started getting less comfort. The monster. I'm not saying that Hang the on. monster did it, but like they're not that comfortable there anymore because the police were chasing them out. So they sort of moved up and they became there. So what happens when you own a bar and it's become a bar of black guys and there's like fighting going on and there's like some issues going on that you don't really want? You close it and you reopen it, thinking we're going to reopen. Okay, we're going to reopen a fresh start. We're going to create the vibe that we want. Mm -hmm. But then you try to do that. And this is my thing. I like, I like Frank who owns it, and I, I've known him for a few years on Fire Island. And I'm not saying he's doing this. I'm saying my take on it is they tried to recreate, not excluding African Americans, but not having solely African Americans, and they're kind of in this quandary. Yeah. And I don't know what I would do. Like, it, it, Alan and I were talking about um, Club Coming, the bar that we're opening, and I was saying, what I'd like to do is have one night a month be bachelorette party night. You have oh. guys with penis hat. I mean, guys, strippers that are straight. Yeah. I'll go. Guys that make penis. Drag queens that don't mind go. being like fucking I fondled. You know what I mean? Like have one night where you say we're having bachelorette yeah. parties and you promote it to the bachelorette yeah. party community. Mm -hmm. And then they can come and be shrill and annoying and entitled yeah, totally. and fucking horrible. And then the rest of the time you say, sorry, honey, you can only come on... On no. that night, yeah, yeah third, night. Thursday, yeah. I mean, what we said, what our opinion was, was that uh, to let it let it become what it's going to be, and also where in at this time of today's day and age, with all the other crap that's going on in the world, really being inclusive is important mm -hmm. to our community, but everyone in general, just being accepting and welcoming, well, and so yeah. to to try and. Uh, 
uh, orchestrate what you want to look at and what you want to be around doesn't really work. And the only, thing I would say, the only thing I would say on that is also is like trust the work, trust the art, and you've been so many years going strong, and the minute you don't trust the art mm -hmm. or the project or the or building, you overanalyze and, and you start pattern. infiltrating it with the doorman or whatever, I agree. and you just don't let it see you put so much time and money and effort into you know this new look and feel mm -hmm. trust the art now when the reviews come out and it says differently then tweak and do this but when you don't trust your mm -hmm. core your soul your yeah. art yeah. i think that's when yeah. problems happen they were also you can really speak to it because, because you've been going strong for years well, and years they and years. were kind of we had the issue at the ice palace when i was doing the underwear party where all of a sudden we would find and this is the worst experience that i've had in nightlife okay I've kicked out maybe 10 people from a club in my life. They've Probably eight of those 10 people have been women, okay? Straight women, not lesbians. Mm -hmm. I love lesbians. Like, yeah. lesbians come, they get it. They're like, look, I'm a second-class citizen in this environment. Yeah. Like, I I'm just going to be cool. Yeah. I know. You like, guys are boys, and I'm yes, not. and I'm just going to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, or in the city, even lesbians have come. They go, right. like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to walk, you know. And But, like, straight women... So we had this problem where these bachelorette parties would come to the show before. That I, this is a show that happens before Logan Hardcore. They would come, the penis, you know, blue right. and hats and blah, whatever, from Long Island. And Long Island. then the Long underwear Island. party would happen. We kick everyone out onto mm -hmm. the outside deck because we have to like get out the chairs and well, not even money, but we because we let them in for free. But we we but they have to be in underwear. But we uh, get rid of the chairs, we mop the floors because there's spilled drinks, we get the lights up and the sound up and everything. The and then, and the expandex, <laughs> exactly. And then we say, all right, the doors are open now. Now, literally, if they're at Logan's show, I'm not going to charge them. I'm not caring. It's like, what, 40, 50 people. But then the woman will come up and they'll be like, what? I was just in there. And I'm like, yeah, but it's an underwear party now. Blah, blah, blah. And their guys will come up and go, I don't even know you, but they'll go like that. And I'll yeah. be like, dude, don't oh, do this. Yeah. And don't I'm the one standing that. at that door because like, usually my guys are running around and I'm standing there and I'm like, don't do this. I've been punched. I've had women go, boo, 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 but I'm wearing underwear. I was like, you know what? I've heard that joke before a million times and it's not even really funny. Right. Yeah, I get you're wearing underwear, but you're wearing it and you got to go in in your underwear. And like, we get this like, and so we have this really hard I'll time get where my I finally underwear. just told security, yeah. when it's over, kick out all of the bachelorette parties. Yeah. Like if you sense they are, you got to get rid of them mm -hmm. because they're not it's like... It's hostile. That's why you're going to do a, a night yeah. of... Yeah, my friend does it in San Francisco, Asia SF, and he, they have... You have to really get that, like, you know, under control and how you want to handle bachelorette parties and all that. Um, but I'm curious... There is, like, a, there is a thing with... There is a thing with uh, drunken straight women and gay men <laughs> that can be difficult. It's more you know, homophobic. Wait, say that again. Drunken? Drunken straight women with gay men. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I find more homophobia I could, I could, from straight women. I could turn you. I could turn you. Yeah. It's like, the homophobia like, uh, is deeper with straight women than mm -hmm. it is with straight men. Because straight really? men, they like look at me and they go, oh, you like to fuck or whatever yeah. and you I can get relate. sex a lot and I'm into that mm -hmm. and like they want to talk about it straight women are more like you're my handbag yeah yes <laughs> and it drives an me accessory crazy. Yeah. yeah yeah right yeah. yeah, so you have to yeah. really nurture and pay too much attention to them, and they're screaming. And, oh, I lived in Berlin. And babysit a little babysit. bit, too. Yeah. At times, not all, mm -hmm. but yeah. I lived in Berlin. We in love like, straight women. We're not saying they're bad. We're well, just, there's a little problem exactly. sometimes with exactly. mixing of alcohol and homosexuals. There are times that I'm like, why do they want that? Like, I love them, too, and they're, uh, that is comprised of most of my friends are straight women, but it's like there are certain environments, parties, or situations, or bars that I would never bring them to, right? and they wouldn't even want to be at, that I'm like, why do some gay guys feel the need to bring girls to, like, somewhere that's seedy or somewhere that's super Especially sexual? Oh, like the cock. And they stand around and stare at, like, someone getting a blowjob, they're, or they're yeah, pointed out and say so it out loud, and it's but like, they like that. oh my god, they that's like so watch. awkward. I, yeah. I, was, I remember going into a bar, I won't put and say the name, yeah, don't say the name. out there, but, you know, it, it had a back room area and and I walked into the I men's room and there's two women in there watching. Oh. It's like you know, men are trying to pee in the trough and whatever else they're doing over there. And these women are just, you know, they come in and they're just like looking around. It's like oh. yeah. you know, this is the men's room. It yeah. happens with, with straight women that I find they treat me Not like, all, but yes. No, I mean, look, no, nothing's ever all, right? Yeah. But, like, the reality is, it's like we're gonna a get, lot. You know, we're going to get, like. get emails on this. Yeah, no, it's we good. don't. It's good to no, get emails on No, we don't hate women. 
We you don't know, hate just, women. We don't hate straight women. No, or, I don't hate but, women at all. Just, but I'm going to say, I lived in Berlin <laughs> before I moved here. It was. Uh, a, it was I'm the, jealous. And and before I moved to New York 21 years ago, I lived in Berlin. And I remember I had a friend, a female friend, and we were really good friends. I taught English. She worked there. The film Philadelphia came out. I don't know if you ever saw it. Mm-hmm. Film no, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. About someone dying of AIDS. And she said to me, she goes, oh, I never realized when the guy died at the end of the film, you feel the same way that I would feel if someone died. And I thought, we're friends? And you it's think that me? Like, I, I have these like superficial feelings. Non-human. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's a real grasping because we're fun and we're this and that whatever that we really kind of have a lot more like gay men maybe then but now I think you know it's uh, the gap is a little but yeah hopefully hopefully but yeah I say that while I'm holding my toy dog in my hand like a a prop (laughs) for those of you listening uh, Daniel brought his gorgeous uh, um, dog what's what's your dog's name Butterball Butterball Butterball. well at least she's not sitting there petting a white cat you know I know right I love, I have a chow, and um, Pomeranians are my other favorite, too. I just think they're adorable. That's so cool. How do you, though, Daniel, um, as a producer of, like, these hot, you know, sexy parties, how do you get, you know, do you become desensitized ever to get your own sex thing on? When you're so behind, when you're producing events like this, and I'm always curious to know, like, how do you get your sex thing on? Are you having fun? At the party, or are you too much producing? No, 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 because they run themselves now. I mean, like tonight, the party at the cock, like I have two guys that work for me and they kind of take care of a lot of stuff, and the dancers know. So we'll find you in the dark room then? Yeah. No, I don't oh. do that. Uh, never. Okay. Never. See, that's what I meant. So not never. as a producer. No, no, no. It's like that I'm whole, like, never out. let them see you sweat, and never let them see you with your pants down. Never let them see you. There's that a whole dick. thing that happens. You know, I've yeah. learned the reason I tell anyone that comes within my vicinity don't do porn. Mm-hmm. Don't do porn. Because if you were to do porn and make 10, 20, you could put like a down payment on a house, not in New York, but like right. in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Then do porn. But you make 450, 500, which is like not mm, really money. And I'm not trying to be classist, nope. but that's not money. Um, you're not going to make enough money, then they own and your image. And it stays there. And, and they can sell you it. You can never take it back. For I worked for Playgirl for years. They yeah. sell years. it. They resell it. They resell it. Right. Yep. They make the money back that you they spend on you. It. You get no point. residuals. Right. And, and then they get way more. Once someone sees you have sex, whether it be like live or on video, they feel like they've had a part of you. Right. And, and the one it's thing you like have, getting into, it's almost like they yeah. use the, you know, once you step into a brand new car and drive it off the lot, it's worth less exactly. it's, than it was. A, no, I mean, isn't that kind of like similar? I mean, like once people see you, it's that mystique they're, and all that. Then they're used. <laughs> well, not used, but I mean, they depreciate. No They've depreciated. <laughs> but I would agree, you do isn't depreciate once you, you yeah. do. Like the two things you have in New York is sort of like, is I feel like is the is mystery, and you have the innocence when you move to New York. Okay, Mystique, I and like to and call it. you, it, it, I, I had an ex that ended up doing porn, and I said to him, I said, and and I believe this thoroughly to this day. Now that I've seen him go through the whole thing of like, yeah. I'm just going to do porn for fun because I'm like sexually positive, and then all of a sudden he's hooking, and like yeah. the rent boy mm-hmm. got busted, and he's trying to hook in different places, and it's a downward mm-hmm. spiral. And it's like, he's At like, times. like fuck yeah. my hole, like kind of like he's like that, like. Now he's yeah. just like, I need someone to fuck my hole because I need $300. But anyway, I, I love the guy, but whatever. But like, <laughs> I do, but I feel sorry for him because I said, don't do this. I said, innocence is like this candle. I mm-hmm. hate to sound like all like Elton John, but like, it's yeah. just like Marianne candle Williams and all that everyone, like you hold, that you only have. And Ooh. if you just keep, carefully keep it, you can keep it going for a long time. But everyone wants this. Like yeah. gay men that are older love to like latch onto the innocence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just... That's your beauty. Like, hold on to that for as long mm-hmm. as you can because I'm not saying, like... And, and when he, you're young, that's what you want to lose. Yes. It's like, I don't want to be innocent. That I look him. stupid. And, he turned yeah. into some blown-out party boy. Right. Like, and I love the guy, and I saw him just not that long ago. Like, he's just, like, he looks like every other faggot mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. that, like, goes into that whole world. And I'm, like, yeah. kind of, like, wouldn't you just, like... You were, he was, whatever. I just don't understand porn. Keep I think, to your you special know, it's interesting coming yourself. from you because you produce these very hot, sexual, sexually charged parties. And coming from you, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, very adamant about don't do porn. I think that's kind of interesting. But it's you are not about, it sounds. Because the industry. Like, for instance, with me, the guys get paid a certain amount of money. I pay more than anyone else in the, in the industry to, like, 
be naked to, dancing at a party. Yes. They're, I don't let photos be taken. Okay. So they have this moment, right? You respect have fun. them and you mm-hmm. pay them what they're. But when you do porn, you get barely more than what I'm giving them. Right. Maybe a little more than what I'm giving them to dance one night. Mm-hmm. For someone to own your image, to resell it, you never it's get a It's also residual. so intimate. Yes. Like that, that well, what you were saying is like seeing mm-hmm. somebody that you don't know in that act is taking away like that part of intimacy for them specifically and all of us are different intimately so that is giving them a piece of you and you don't get anything you You literally just get Mm -hmm. that you get Mm -hmm. off that one time and you get that four hundred dollars and you go pay rent or whatever and then then that's it yeah because you're like okay that four hundred dollars got me a free advertisement right Mm -hmm. exactly now now what am i going to do now i can make three hundred dollars Every day, you know, two or three times a day, having sex with people. But when you make that kind of money, it's like waiting tables. Then you spend it, the more you make it, the fa- you know, yeah, right, right. Quick. And it's, it's like you quick spend money. it really fast. You know, like they don't have a four hundred one k's. They don't, you know, most four hundred one k's. Yeah, no, you know. But for the guys that um, when you do these um, big, what is it called, big Mister Big Dick or uh, Mister New York Mr. New- or like, so how do you recruit those guys? And is it like a pageant or I mean, do they come up? With, <laughs> come I mean, is they it, come they're basically the showing their dick every they time come they come to me. Usually, they yeah. come to you. They yeah, volunteer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, totally. I could throw one. Well, tonight you you'll see if you were oh, come really? tonight. I mean, oh. no one's going to be there and like going like, uh, can I dance? Like they just write me, hey, I want to dance for you. And no, no, sometimes for the contest. Like, well, the contest they always come out of the woodwork we really? never like we never like, search no like and we had the eight or ten contestants last time they people know about the party i don't make fun point. of anyone on stage when i'm ho- i host it just because it's like when you give it we give them like five big winner like five hundred dollars right 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 all these things so it's like i don't want to like add on top of it like a host fee and i can host just as fine as anyone else so i do it I don't make fun of them. The one thing I'll do is I'll turn to someone and say, so what do you think about the situation in Syria? Because, like, generally, I, I find the dumbest looking one. That's the best. Because we have, like, a Q&A, and I'll do that. Because even, and I'm not making fun of them, because I don't even understand it. And amazing at the same time. I don't understand it. Yeah, that's so horrible but it's and really amazing fun. at the same like, time. Uh, don't judge a dick. But also, when they're, like, butt-ass naked, it makes it even better. Oh, because hilarious. it's like, what, are you go- what would they say? I think I did and like they a might not show, even know. Amanda Lepore, you know. Yeah. I did a podcast years ago in the East Village, and I yeah, and I had Amanda Lepore on, and I remember saying like, and I love Amanda. I don't really know her very right, well, right. but I did. I remember saying to her like, so what do you think about like the Iran Contra affair or something like that? Like it was different than that, but I remember just asking her this ridiculously hard question, even like I don't understand as the interviewer, and her being like, um, I think it's fierce. <laughs> Like that kind of thing, you know. That was amazing. amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Ask that same. And it's her character, which is yeah, better. Ask that same question to Lady Bonnie and see what you get. Oh, (laughs) all right. We're gonna get another thing really quickly here. I'll just say this: I am convinced that Logo fucked up royally by not putting Lady Bunny in a Rachel Maddow-esque show. Just as Lady Bunny, not saying she's in drag, yeah. literally, mm-hmm. she is the smartest yes. political yes. person. Now, I don't agree with her all the time. I think no, she hates Hillary, to. and I was like, I wish Hillary had won. We would not be in any situation we're in right now. Well, if yeah. But maybe Hillary would have gotten a bunch of money from Goldman Sachs. Take it yeah. to not have all this bullshit. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't care if you made a bill. Go back to Lady Bunny. <laughs> yeah. But I love, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go back to Lady Bunny. Sorry. But <laughs> I love she does an amazing disco. I no, the monster. she literally will put like these diatribes on Facebook that even though I don't always agree with them, I go insightful, not mm-hmm. stupid, no, not shooting. She's not. You know no, I mean? it's also it's in uh in enlightening and it's empowering when people just have an opinion. <laughs> and it's a drag queen, so you kind of Actually, it makes it interesting, it more, even more interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and just with, with her persona too. I mean, her yeah. persona, you know, and that huge hair. And, and Elizabeth you know, Warren is her guest. I gag. Oh yeah. Oh, I would too. <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth God, Warren. Would Elizabeth, do it. Warren. Elizabeth no. Warren being right, reviewed by Lady Bunny. We're talking too much politics. Oh, but yes, I we are. You ended up on uh, Lady Bunny because she does have a voice, and you're right, Jeremy. Um, mm-hmm. And you definitely, Daniel Nardiccio, have a very strong voice that please keep doing these parties. Yes. And yes. unfortunately, we have to wrap keep, up. But keep, keep riding that, that keep inch. Keep riding it. And don't question <laughs> yeah. it. And don't question the humor. Every inch. And I'm Every, so I'm, excited about this party. Mm-hmm. Um, if and when, um, and it, it will happen, um, 
your Alan Cumming club? It's happening. We so bought it. When um, can we expect? So we're uh, we're going to be East, East, Eastern Block. We bought Eastern Block okay. over in East Village. Nice. Wonder Bar. Um, and we're uh, closing um, August 6th, and we're renovate it and open around se- September 15th. Oh, nice. And then we have like a bunch of stuff planned. It's a little bit different. It's going to be a little more geared towards... You know, in the early part of the evening, guys my age who want to hear like a cabaret show or New Orleans style band mm-hmm. or like, you know, like Some a naked comedy show. Yeah. Or a happy hour podcast. Yes. We, no, we want to do live podcasts there. Or yeah. Animatronic and Scissor Sisters. Maybe is some do jazz like, singing. Yeah. Jazz singing. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's, that's the stuff we want to do. And then at 10 o'clock, sure, fine, go, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all the hot, yeah, yeah it'd be Sense. like, here's Queen, you know, all I that know. Yeah, gay, you know, stuff that happens after 10 o'clock and drag. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Nargicio, thank you you so much for being on the show <laughs> we have to wrap this up but how can we follow you uh daniel uh, but it's easier to just do dworld.us and this is like facebook twitter whatever you're into instagram whatever I love it. I love it. And awesome. you are doing so many other things beyond that. You've got you've produced shows with Liza Minnelli, Linda Eater, Alan Cumming, as we mentioned. Alan, my love. Um, but what other shows? Like I love that dichotomy that you do. Where you're this is sexy, and then you do these like amazing things. So what other shows are coming? Um, up? In two weeks, I have Dina Martina. If you know her, she's amazing. She's coming to Fire Island. We're doing a show. Um, if you don't, she's probably one of the funniest people I've ever worked with in my life. Oh, good. Um, Margaret Cho's coming August nineteenth uh, to Fire Island. We're doing two shows. Love Lady her. Bunny, who we talked about, is coming mm-hmm. to Fire Island on July 14th. Um, and uh, Charles Bush on August 12th. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically putting together like, oh, and uh, you might, I don't know why I look at you. <laughs> Alyssa and Shangela and the House of Edwards. Are you into that? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. they're amazing. Uh, uh, July 1st on Fire oh. Island. We're doing the whole RuPaul's House of Edwards and it's DJ Pearl. And it's a awesome. Big party. That'll be fun. Come as my guest. Yeah, that'll yeah, be a lot of fun. And then the singer that you mentioned earlier that we should oh, follow. Amber Martin. You can look her up. She's like her album's called Amber. Uh, I think it's called AM, like it's AM radio kind of sound. It's like a little bit like yacht rock. But um, Amber Martin, you can Google her. She's cool. I, she's one of those undiscovered talents that's about to be discovered. Thank you, thank you, Daniel, for being on the oh, show. Thank you, yes. thank you. Good. Yeah, we did too. Yes, Jay Ross totally. Lopez. Fun. Yes, J Ross Lopez at J Ross Lopez and Steve Carpenter at the Gay Father NYC yes. on Twitter and. What's the, other uh, the gay father NYC at Gmail. All right. Thanks so much. And follow us, talkaboutgaysex.com, at talkaboutgaysex, Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you next time. Next time, let's talk next about time. sex. Bye, guys. Get to yes. actual sex. Yes. Fuck. We need to get Bye. Bye. Don't forget, we are live on Wednesday, June 21st, Eastern Standard Time in New York on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. It's facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. And you can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Just type in talkaboutgaysex. Both channels will be live streaming. But if you happen to be in New York City and want to attend the live broadcast with some of our past guests, email me, steve at talkaboutgaysex.com. And be sure and tweet any questions to at TalkAboutGaySex on Twitter or post on our Facebook page. You can ask myself, my two co-hosts, or any questions, references from any past show, or address to any of our past special guests, who many will be here on the live broadcast. But for now, continue having hot gay sex and join us next week for another new stimulating episode of Talk About Gay Sex.